You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From Shakespeare to Schwartz. From Fawcett to Alvin Ailey. From Sondheim to Borellis, from McNally to Faye. It happened to the greats, it still happens every day. When lightning strikes, it's the moment you know. When lightning strikes, where you're meant to go. You can stand and shout Eureka, do whatever you like. You'll never forget the moment when lightning strikes. Hello and welcome to When Lightning Strikes. Uh, we've all had it, that eureka moment, that light bulb goes off inside of you, the heavens open, the seas part, and you feel that wonderful, heart-thumping, glorious, tingly mic drop moment when you realized you knew what you were meant to do, no matter what it took. Lightly has struck. It is said, I love this quote, dancers are the athletes of God. And watching Tyler Peck dance is a spiritual experience. She's a prima ballerina and has been a principal dancer with the New York City Ballet for over a decade. But she has so many eclectic, eclectic interests and passions. She's hosting a daily ballet class via Instagram at Tyler Peck. She made her Broadway debut when she was 11 in The Music Man. She's in On the Town. And she has a book coming out this month called Katerina Ballerina. So welcome, Tyler Peck. It's wonderful to have you. Thank you for having me, Gerald. It's such a pleasure. How are you doing today? How is it going for you? Um, I'm doing okay. You know, I think everybody is trying to make the best of the situation right now. And I'm just trying to, you know, stay as positive as I can during this scary time. And, you know, I'm actually doing okay because I'm with my family in California. So I'm surrounded by loved ones. And, you know, I found something I've really didn't know I would love to do. And that's hosting these Instagram live classes that you mentioned. Um, we made a little hashtag, turn it out with Tyler that everybody is sort of um, sharing so that they can see one another. And it's just a daily ballet class, the kind of my gift to everybody to keep, you know, some sort of normalcy during this time, an hour where they can really just, like you said, just kind of get in a zone and do ballet and, and so that they can try and stay like physically and emotionally like 
insane. And, you know, I'm just trying to motivate people as much as stay motivated myself. I'm curious. I love these ballet classes because they're completely doable. I love I love how democratic they are. That and they're really fun. And the music is is always different. You play Hamilton. You play classical uh, music. It's it's just what you play. Rock. It's all. It's just delicious. When did you sort of say, okay, I've got to do this because it's really a commitment and it's a beautiful commitment. Thank you. Yeah, it actually came about very naturally just because my sister um, is a principal of a high school. And so I think I flew home on like March 14th, which was like a Saturday. And she was having to go fully online on that 16th with her high school. And so they were using Zoom. And my mother is a dance teacher, and she owns a dance studio here in Bakersfield called Bakersfield Dance Company, but she also teaches dance at my sister's high school. So her first class was going to be at 10 Pacific Standard Time, and she said to me, why don't you pop on and teach the the kids? It'll be their first day doing it online, and I bet that that would just kind of make their day. And I thought, okay, you know, I'm going to have to give myself class every day anyways, for me to stay in shape for New York City Ballet and as a ballerina. And so I thought, sure, I'll just do class at that time and I'll teach the Garces kids. And then when we were talking about it on Sunday, I said, you know, maybe I should just put an Instagram live class, you know, just press it so that not only the Garces kids are taking, but also anybody who wants to, because I'm sure a lot of people aren't able to go to their normal classes. And I had never done anything live on Instagram. So I didn't even really know how to work it. But I thought, okay, I'll just I'll just try and see how it goes. And so it was sort of by chance, you know. It wasn't like, a, oh, this is what I'm going to do. It was kind of like I need to stay in shape. And, um, you know, as a dancer, you have to be so disciplined yourself. And so I thought, okay, here I am going to give myself class. So if I should just let anybody dance along with me if they want to. And I thought, you know, maybe I'd get 20 people or something. I didn't even know. I had no idea. And then it just became this whole thing, like, you know, where I have like 2000 people or something in class taking together. And then at the end of the day, I normally leave it up for 24 hours because, you know, people were saying, oh my gosh, I'm waking up in the middle of the night or something in Australia to do your classes. And I'm like, well, they stay up for 24 hours. So just do them a little bit later in the day. And by the time I've looked, like almost 15,000 people have looked at it or done it part of Mm -hmm. it. And so it's just become this crazy thing that I'm so grateful for. And I'm so happy when I get the messages saying that, people are looking forward to this every single day. As an added bonus, you've had the most wonderful guests. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, and I was thinking when Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker came on, didn't she say, I mean, where else would you ever be able to see like a master class like this? And here you're giving us, you know, all your, your talent, breaking it down for us. And now you have these special guests like Sierra Bogus and Debbie Allen came on and Jennifer Gardner. And I love that added component as well. Yeah, I just felt like, you know, since I am doing them every single day, I wanted 
while I have this platform, I want people to learn from as many different people as possible. And so Mm -hmm. I have such an amazing group of friends, like from different areas. And this, it just kind of made sense to, you know, Sierra was taking my classes every single day. And so she was kind of, her and Misty Copeland were the first people that I had on. And Sierra, I just asked, I said, you know, hey, would you want to sing for a, a combination? Because I feel like a lot of people have never had the opportunity to dance to live music. And I really want for people to have that chance. And she was like, I will do that anytime. And, you know, it's been really wonderful because every single person I've reached out to, like, I get a yes right away. It seems like everybody is really into, um, you know, wanting to pop on for five minutes just to kind of shed a little light um, and bring some positivity and, you know, my guests, they've been incredible. And I've enjoyed having them and seeing my friends just as much as sharing them. Yeah, like I love that you did a dancing with the stars, you know, with and Jeff. You know, I, love, I love and that you're game for anything. It's just yeah, wonderful. Yeah, we did a little salsa day yesterday where I played kind of like, you know, salsa music all day because I knew that Val, who I've danced with on Dancing with the Stars and you know, I thought how fun for people to get like, you know, 10 minutes to learn. I mean, I love ballroom. Like I don't know it very well, but I've always been really intrigued by it. So I was like, why don't you just teach us a little something and I'll do it. And I'm sure everybody else will be loving doing it at home. You know, I feel like I said that it's my gift to everybody, but it really feels like a gift that's been given to me too, because you know, it makes me motivated to wake up in the morning because I know that I have all these people counting on me and to get the messages that I've been getting, seeing people dancing from South Africa, Brazil, the UK, Australia, like the fact that I'm able to touch so many students right now and of all ages. And that's why I made the hashtag so that I could see just who I was teaching. Um, And, you know, to see that it's like, little six-year-olds, um, even smaller, just kids watching, um, people that are taking it up as a hobby for the first time at like 40 years old. Um, somebody looked like a football player doing it, um, moms with daughters. And I don't know, it's just been so um, incredible to see these videos. And I feel so moved by every single person. And you know, I, I just say, like, I have to thank them just as much as they're thanking me because this is a hard time for everybody and it's hard to get through it alone. And, you know, I probably would have a very hard time trying to give myself class by myself every single day. But even though I can't see them, I know that I have thousands of people with me. And that just, it, it just makes everything so much better to know that, like, we're in this together. So let's talk about your lightning strikes moment, you know, when you had it in your life or, or was it several moments? Can you point to one in your life? Yeah, I definitely can. I know that dance was always a part of my life. You know, I grew up in my mom's dance Mm -hmm. studio. So kind of as soon as I could walk, I was dancing in her studio and it was always something that made me feel complete. Like I danced every single day. I really don't know what to do without dance in a day. Um, But the lightning strikes moment for sure for me was when I was in the Music Man um, on Broadway, my father took my mom and me to see the New York City Ballet, Nutcracker. 
And I, yeah, I was 11 years old. And my dad always reminds me, and I remember it so vividly that I turned to him. I was so just fascinated by what I was seeing on stage and I thought it was the most beautiful thing. And I said, Daddy, I'm going to dance on that stage someday. And that was the first time I ever felt like I want to be a ballerina. And from then on, that was like my goal. But I just remember seeing the Sugar Plum Fairy and that production, George Balanchine's production, and just thinking it was exceptional. And I just was so in love. I remember the first time I did the Sugar Plum Fairy, and I couldn't really believe that I was getting to be the role that kind of made me want to dance. But what keeps me going is thinking, hopefully that I'm the Sugar Plum Fairy that's making a lot of little kids out there think the same thing. What was it about that production? Is it hard to put into words specifically that just moved you so much when you saw it when you were 11? I don't know. I think I really do feel, and I I know I'm probably a little biased, but I think the New York City Ballet's Nutcracker, George Balanchine's version is just, it's perfect. You know, it, it encapsulates everything. I feel like the Nutcracker and the Christmas and holiday time, um, it has kids and adults together so you have the kids at SAB joining with the New York City Ballet dancers and it really is a whole cast of people so you get to feel really like a family on stage and the Sugar Pump Fairy just feels like you know this is what a ballerina means and this is what it feels like to be in charge of this you know sugar kingdom and spreading you know christmas magic um around and i don't know i just remember feeling like wow this is what it means to be a ballerina what's extraordinary too is here you were on broadway right at 11 years old and this major susan stroman production of the music man do you remember when you got the call or when you found out you were cast because here you were living in Bakersfield, right? And you went to New York. Well, I'll let you tell it. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't remember actually the call, but I do remember some funny things like leading up to it. I remember that, you know, my agent at the time sent me, you know, the audition saying, we want you to audition for the Music Man of Broadway in New York. And my mom said, well, she's not going to New York. She's 11. And <laughs> I said, um, well, let's, you know, what if we just make it as a trip? So that's kind of how my mom and I looked at it. We thought, we'll just make it a little vacation. We won't have any pressure. We'll just go to New York and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And never in a million years did I think I would actually get it because, I mean, the girl, the part that I played, Gracie Shin, was 12, but the person playing the role that I took over was 18, playing the 12-year-old. So the part was actually pretty hard. And um, I, yeah, I will never forget that I got it. And I remember my mom saying like, there, you know, what, you're going to move to New York at 11. And I said, mom, what if I never get this opportunity again? And then you didn't let me do it. <laughs> and she was like, Oh my gosh, you're right, I guess. And so I did, I did it for a year. My grandmother moved with me because my mom and my dad had to continue working here so that they could afford for me to live there. Um, and it became just a, a year away from home, but I was with my grandma. But yeah, I think I totally guilt tripped her into saying, but mom, what if I never get this opportunity again? <laughs> How did you go from 
be a, a, a ballerina, a student to have an agent at 11? Um, well, I actually had an agent much younger. Um, my sister had actually done some like big top Pee movies. Um, uh, and so I had, there was an agent actually that found me when I was like six years old. They saw me dance and they told my mom, you know, like, we really think your daughter has something. So I always, you know, living in LA, I always did like the more the commercial dancing. I was a commercial dancer. I was a competition kid. And, um, you know, then I went and I did my first Broadway show. Um, but it was actually my grandmother who was driving me three hours to and from dance because my mom owns a studio. So she had to stay here. So it was my grandmother who was driving me all those hours to get the best training or to go to auditions or to go do jobs. Um, so from six to 11, I did lots of like commercials, TV. I was constantly like in LA. I was never in Bakersfield. The joke was I could get anybody around LA um, with directions, but I couldn't tell you like any, how to get anywhere at my home in Bakersfield. Um, <laughs> but I got to SAB because during the days I would take it SAB and at night I would go do the music man. So, um, you know, I wanted to keep up my training and I didn't want it to fall behind. So I made sure to find where I felt was the best training. And that was SAB. And that was the first time I really thought, wow, I, I really love ballet. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So that really leads me to Katerina Ballerina. Um, your, your upcoming book, congratulations, it's coming out May 5th. What inspired this beautiful book about a little girl who loves to dance and yet she's not the perfect dancer. She doesn't have those, the traditional, she's not, she doesn't have the perfect bun in her hair or the perfect turnout. And yet there's a lot of fire in her. What was it about? this book that you you felt I have to write this book and I have to write this character? Um, well, it actually came about while I was doing, which is like a full circle movement. Um, another Broadway show with Susan <laughs> Stroman, which is, was called little dancer. And now it's called Marie and it's Broadway bound, but we were doing it in DC and um, my co-star Kyle Harris, he played my boyfriend in the show. Um, but he really loves writing and we got to thinking and he was surrounded. Here he was, he's a little, you know, he was a soccer player who ended up becoming 
somehow he said, I was like, I just followed up my girlfriend and I ended up in musical theater. And he's had a huge career in musical theater and on TV. He's a great actor. And so here he was surrounded by all of these ballerinas because um, the Broadway show is about Degas' little dancer, the sculpture. And I play her. Her name was Marie van Gertem. And so here he was immersed in this ballet world and he, he started writing a little rhyme. And so we wrote a little rhyme um, and we thought this could be a really cute little picture book. So we started meeting with um, our lit agent and she took us to Simon & Schuster, which is the publisher. And they were in love with the character, Katarina, that we had come up with. But they said, we really feel like this can be a chapter book. And Kyle and I kind of looked at each other and we were like, oh, you know, that seems like a lot more daunting than this little picture book we were thinking. And they said, you know, so go home and write an outline and see what you guys think. And when we kind of combined, it, you know, Katarina is not supposed to be me by any means. But we kind of incorporated a little bit of um, lessons that I've learned and a little bit of traits of Kyle into this beautiful character because Kyle is a little pigeon toed himself and he has crazy curly hair. And, um, you know, I always felt like the jazz dancer trying to be a ballerina. So I never felt like I quite fit in. And so we decided that we wanted Katarina to be this, you know, girl who just had this immense love to dance and she wasn't quite right for it you know she's constantly trying to get her curly hair into a slip bun and that didn't work and her toes are a little turned in and you need so much turnout in ballet and honestly I've never felt like I had the best turnout but all you have to do is learn you know how to make yeah. yourself look your best and so that's really the goal because Katerina has that thing that you can't teach anyone she has that light within her that makes people want to watch her dance. And so, you know, you can teach technique, but you can't really teach that love and that passion. And so the story is kind of just, and the message is to basically for kids to own their unique gifts. You know, that might make you, what makes you stand out? You know, your, your curly hair and your, um, you know, love for dance and maybe a little less turnout is going to make you look a little different from the person standing next to you. So it's not about comparing, but it's at just about doing your personal best. And um, that's kind of the message we want kids to leave with. There's one line that just stopped me in my tracks, which is, um, do you think you can be a good artist even if you're different? And I think there's a lot of power in that question um, about that we don't have to. I know it might sound kind of obvious on some level, but I think it's so important for people to hear why we should celebrate our differences. Yes, because honestly, in the in the New York City Ballet, I feel like that's, what makes me different? You know, it makes me different that I came up dancing with so many different styles, you know, that I did do ballet and jazz and hip hop. And I think you can see that sort of in my dancing. And, you know, it took me a little bit to want to own that, you know, I kept trying to like push it down because I was um, 
a little embarrassed. I didn't want kids to think, oh, here's the jazz dancer trying to do ballet. And, you know, so I made it a point to say, okay, I am going to do my best so that people think that I am an actual ballerina. But really, when choreographers come, you know, they immediately see those different styles that I can do in my dancing. And then I get to be picked for those ballets. So, yeah, I think it really is important that, you know, our differences are what makes us unique. And what makes us different from the person next to us is what we all need. Nobody wants the same artist. She's not perfect. Katerina, and yet everybody at every turn is saying, you're beautiful. And I just think that's such a profoundly important message. You know, I have things like that. I remember once, you know, um, my third grade teacher told me, you know, because I would have to leave school early to go to those long dance classes far away and she said you know at some point you're gonna have to choose between education and dance because you can't have them both and you know what that is so not true here I was an A student and doing all of my training it just took discipline and so I love that I love that you know and I think that don't let anybody tell you no when you feel like you can do something and that's what I feel about like Katerina you know she ha- hears these pigeons in her head telling her, well, you're never going to be anything because your toes look like mine. And it's like, no, you just have to work a little harder and, you know, you love it and you're going to make something. And that's what it is. Exactly what you said about, um, you know, owning your differences and being OK with being unique. There's another line that I love in this book. Um, Technique can be learned, but passion can uh, says her teacher. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think, yeah, is it hard to put into words? Because Katerina talks about how she feels when she dances. And that's when she, ha- she has all these epiphanies. I don't want to give it away. She's got to read it. <laughs> but, but is it hard to put into words how you feel when you dance? Well, when I dance, it's kind of when I feel... Um, most at home with myself. I've always felt like that's where I really expressed myself. You know, growing up as a ballerina, you don't, and also just like as a dancer, you don't really use your voice as much. You always use your body and through movement to express yourself. And, you know, as I've gotten older and more mature, like I've learned to really use my words more and use my voice. But dancing has always felt like this universal language that everybody can kind of understand. Because I think when you watch it, it moves everybody in a different way. And for me, it's just always the music. I just, I have such a relationship to the music. And whatever I'm dancing, that music tells me what I should be feeling. And, you know, it's just like, that time on stage or when I'm performing is that's just really all I do is I just really enjoy and love it so much. And I just try to get lost in the music. I imagine there must be, I think God, every day you've to prep for the class, but what are you doing um, when you're not teaching? (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) my manager and, and my publicist like are always laughing that I'm the busiest quarantine person. And it's, it's so true because prepping for the classes and having the guests make sure they know how to join live and picking out the music. It's hysterical because, um, 
it's really a family affair. Like we've made a joke in the house that like, you know, my mom's the production assistant and she has to, you know, help take notes and help remember the choreography and help bring the floor out and, you know, make sure the sound and my sister picks out the music and my dad makes sure we're all fed. And like, it's just, it's just a, it's just a funny thing. I really feel like I should make a behind the scenes of the night before of what, how chaotic the household is to prep for the class. And, you know, it really does take up my whole day because then I have to upload it to Instagram and screen record it and then think of who I, so it's, it's been a, a, an amazing thing, but I, it really does keep me busy all day. And the only other thing that I do is just enjoy being with my family because I, moved away at 11. I never have really been with my family this much. And my mom, my dad, my grandma and my sister, all of us are together. And so it's been really amazing to get this time that I feel like I kind of lost when I was younger. Was there a time that you can pinpoint where you thought there's something about dance that just nurtures my soul, that I don't want to do anything else but dance? Was there a time or that you you could feel you knew that happened in your life hmm I don't really remember that much when I was really really young but I know my mom realized really quickly that um some there was something a little different about me like at age four I was like able to remember a three minute solo you know and I I just always <laughs> Like, I don't know. She just said I was always just so above everybody at the dance studio. You know, I could just keep up even though I was so much younger. And so I didn't really know if there was a moment for me. I just was dancing all the time. I mean, she put me in soccer and I would still just like leap down the field and dance down the field. Like it was always just dance for me. I'd dance in the kitchen and always turn. And yeah, it's just that that was just me. I was always dancing. Do you remember what that solo was? The three minute solo? What the Oh <laughs> gosh. I don't know. It's probably like I think one of them was like somewhere over the rainbow or something. I don't know. I'd have to ask her. She'd definitely remember it. There's a picture in our house here of me like in a little like position holding it, you know, photo, but I don't remember the actual song. It was a lyrical solo, I know that. Is there a role though you're like, oh God, whether it be in ballet or musical theater or not in musical theater that you're like, I really want to play that. Hmm. Well, I really want Marie to go to Broadway. It's like something that I feel like is one of my most favorite things I've ever done in my career. So I really hope that Broadway and the White Way gets to see it. Um, but I think classically, um, we don't do Giselle at the New York City Ballet, and I did it when I was 18 years old one time, and I would really love to revisit that sometime if that was if that would be possible. Um, but for Broadway shows, no, I always grew up wanting to do the Yellow Girl in Contact. I always that was like my dream. Um, but now I don't know. I feel like if it is a Broadway show, I want I want it to. Feel fit like a glove and that's what Marie feels like it feels like the show was made for me and it's two and a half hours where you know I'm on stage for like two hours and 20 minutes so that really (laughs) feels like my dream role I think at the moment and why Giselle and I love the girl in the yellow that would be phenomenal but why Giselle um because I think that 
you get to show a lot of different sides because you it's kind of like Swan Lake where you show the white and the black. Giselle is, you know, she's the the young lady who is out in the first part and then she becomes, you know, like will a willow. And so it's it's a big drastic change to show as a ballerina, which, you know, is exciting for someone to feel like they have that challenge. And I, I always love a challenge. <laughs> Could you just talk about your process writing the book? With, um, and I love that um, your co-author was an inheritance, such a beautiful play. Too, that he was oh, in- yes. You know, I had tickets to see him the very last day. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they fin- like, I had tickets. No, I had tickets the day they, that the Broadway kind of shut down. And so um, I didn't get to see him in it. And I was so sad. Um, but I heard it was incredible and Ke- and Kyle's amazing. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just kind of like a back and forth. We would always bounce ideas of e- off each other. Um, obviously, I know the ballet terms. He was always really good at writing and I loved writing in school. So we kind of just did it very jointly. And we would um, we spent a lot of time actually doing it in Seattle uh, just recently when we were when we were doing Marie out of town and um, we would you know, uh, write the book um, and go over drafts and changes. And Lynn Aarons always jokes that one night she saw us like very late, like in, um, I, I stayed at, in a hotel and we were in the hotel and she was like, what are you guys doing? And we were like, our last draft, our final draft has to be in tomorrow for our book. <laughs> and she was like, you guys are crazy. You're starring in this show right now and writing a book. And we were like, Yeah. <laughs> that's so it hasn't always been like that that you're this incredible multitasker because you're also a designer you you have a leotard line that that is is that how you operate like firing on all the cylinders um exactly like (laughs) i am i i i don't know how to do it any other way i like it's funny because i am such a multitasker i can do like a million things at one time and um like my mom yesterday she was like wait you can't talk to me while i'm sending a text message because i can only do one thing (laughs) and i was like i've just always been like that i don't know i i um i don't know i'm able to do a lot of things and so yeah i have a lot of passions and i love um designing I love that you know making you know in, in real life we call them body suits you know but in the ballet world they're leotards and I spend my whole day in a leotard I spend like no time in normal clothes so I thought okay if I'm gonna be spending time in dance clothes I might as well make ones that are comfortable and cute and that show like my personality and you know, I didn't know if I'd be good at it, but I was like, let's just start. And Body Wrappers was great to let me start with three. And then they just kind of exploded from there. And now I don't even know how many we have. I think there's over like 50 or 70. I'm not sure. But I love the messages that you're putting out into the world, Tyler. You've given me so much. You've been so generous. Is there anything else you'd like to share? I don't think so. Just that if you have, if you aren't dancing with me, make sure and come. I do it every day at ten o'clock Pacific Standard Time, which is one o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and um, I think it'd be a fun hour if you haven't already tuned in. It's wonderful, and I love that it's not that it's in your kitchen. So I mean, part of <laughs> so, because it makes it 
it makes me feel like, oh, I don't have to be in the ballet studio to do this, right? You no, and, you're, and also, I wanted people to know, you know, we're all in this together. Like, I could mm -hmm. go down, I guess, to my mom's dance studio, but I felt like I want to be here doing it in my house with everybody. And, you know, I also um, love the fact that people have been saying, I would have never had the courage to come into a ballet class because I'm doing it in my home and I don't feel like people can judge me because they can't see me. I'm loving taking it. I'm like, yes, you know, like we need to all be dancing right now. Well, have a wonderful day and thank you again. Okay, thank you. Bye. It happens every day when lightning strikes the moment you know. The theme song was written by Tom McGovern. This episode was edited by Kyle Moore, and the talent was booked by Anna Strauss. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.